The question isn't, what did you do, and why did you do it? The question is, what did you learn? And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is part three of John Maxwell's message, Stupid Hurts. It's a little bit longer of a clip today, but it is great. Hope you enjoy it. Here's John. Number four, be teachable. Just be teachable. The question really isn't what did you do and why did you do it? The question is, what did you learn? What did you learn? When we make our mistakes and when we have our failures, what do we learn? And I, I learned three lessons in this process. The first lesson that I learned is that in a moment it's possible to lose everything you live for. That's so scary. In a moment it's, it, it, in a moment it's, it's possible to lose everything that you live for. As I stood over to the side with the law enforcement people around me as they were gathering the bag and the evidence, I thought to myself, so, so much, could this be it? Could everything that I've lived for and loved and tried to add value to people and taught and written about, is it gonna go down in a drain in one stupid mistake where people say, dear God, the guy's a fraud, he's a fake, he's, it's possible, it's, it's so possible to do so well for so long and then do so bad for such a short time and that bad for a short time just takes all that good and just sucks it down the drain. What I'm about to say to you, I say in love, but it's a very important thing for me to say, and I know you'll take it to heart. And if you'll remember this, what I just say to you in a moment, and forget everything else, and just hold on to what I'm about to say to you, There'll be dozens of times you'll be glad you heard it if you heed the advice of it. My friend, every one of us in this auditorium, Flowery Branch, Hamilton Mill, listen to me very carefully. We are all one step from stupid. One step. You say, no, 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 not me. You are. I think I'm several steps from stupid. I think I'm over here somewhere in safety land, and I, I think I, I, you know, I, stupid's over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I know I could. Yeah. Oh, I'm capable. Sure. After, if I did several dumb things, I could be stupid. Sure. I, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's over there somewhere, and, and, and yeah, and I could start walking, and if I kept walking, I, yeah, sure, there'll be a time when I get one step from stupid. Can I tell you something? Listen to me right now, right where you are, you're one step. We're never safe. And the assumption that we're safe is a dangerous assumption. It will allow us to be careless it will allow us to somehow be flippant and apathetic about those that we cherish the most, the values that we hold the closest. 
One step. One step from stupid. Boy, did I realize it that day. My day started off so well. An amazing weekend of speaking engagements, exciting places to go, amazing people to see, wonderful events to do. Bang. In a moment, all gone. The second lesson that I learned was credibility makes a difference during a crisis. If you've lived a good life for a long time, when something bad happens to you, the odds are the people around you will allow your credibility to hold you steady. And they'll say something like they said about me as we blogged and got thousands of immediately a response. 99% of them said, we, we know John. We, we know he's, he didn't aim to do this. We, we know who he is. We know the kind of person he is. We know that he wouldn't do that quote on purpose. He's, he's just a very stupid person, but he's a good person. Credibility will hold you during a crisis. The third lesson I learned was to be less judgmental. You see, if I would have heard that story about someone else, I would have said, how stupid can they be? I remember when I saw it in print, motivational speaker tries to sneak gun through airport. I didn't try to sneak anything. I didn't try to take a gun on a plane. I had a gun. It was an accident. It was a pure mistake. And I thought to myself, how many times have I judged people harshly? How many times have I looked at them and said, that is the dumbest thing? Who could be that stupid? Do you realize in one stroke of stupidity, I got cured of all judgmentalism? Maybe that's why God let it happen. Isn't it a sad thought, but maybe a true thought? Maybe that's the only way that God could break me from that very bad sin. Number five, be grateful. The fifth lesson is just be grateful. And I am. I'm grateful for friends that help me. I had a lot of wonderful friends that came to my aid quickly because I am connected with a very large church in southern Florida. The resources and the people connection are amazing. I did not know that day until that day. The head of Homeland Security went to the church there at at Christ Fellowship. The head of the jail and the sheriff's department went to Christ Fellowship. The the guy that did the screening that knew, he went to Christ Fellowship. the mugshot guy went to Christ Fellowship. <laughs> and they all were pulling for me. They were all pulling for me. Little did I realize while I was being interviewed by the sheriff, the head of Homeland Security, Home TSA, and someone else out there was doing the negotiation, whether it would be a federal case or a state case, and literally in about a 35-minute deal there, they made that it would be a state case instead of a federal case, which... If you know anything about that kind of stuff, that's huge because if this would have gone federal, there are prosecutors that would have loved to have me for lunch. And I know that. And, and, and then, I, so I had so many friends help me. They just, what can I do to help you? They prayed for me. And then, and then I love my friends. I love my friends because I have a sense of humor and, and I love life. And I love my friends who made fun of me. 
because they know that's exactly what I would do. In fact, when this happened, they said, this, this is of God. <laughs> this is my chance to just give it to him. And I, so I had, I mean, my, oh, you can't even imagine the fun that my friends had the next few weeks. My, my agent, my book agent, Celia Yates, Yates and Yates out of California, he called me on the phone a week later and said, John, he said, since, since your gun incident, your books have just, they're spiking. They're just going crazy. They're selling all over the country. I mean, he said, this is the greatest thing that's happened to you for about a year. It is, he said, your books are just, he said, it's just put you on the front page and everybody's buying your books. He said, we've been talking around the office here with our agents and stuff. And we're wondering, could you run through the airport naked next week? You know, <laughs> you know we got a, we got a series of things we want you to do here, you know. You being stupid is really an asset right now for the, for, you know, for, the, for the sale of your books, if you could kind of keep that down. I, when I went out to Shuler's to preach on Sunday, I was back in the green room with Dr. Shuler, and his youngest daughter, Gretchen, came in, and I stood up. She gave me a hug. She said, now, do we pat you down before you preach? <laughs> I, I, was, I was in Spokane, and I was doing a charity event for a school and, and where they were getting all the money. And, the donors were having a donor kind of dinner before I, I did the speaking event that night, and they gave me a gift. And, and what the gift was was a big knife. I mean, it was a big. I mean, it's like a. Uh, you, you know, I mean, it's like the mother of all knives. I mean, it's it's a Rambo knife. It's like let's go through the jungles with this knife. And and I'm looking at the knife. And I'm thinking, well, now what am I going to do with the knife? And they gave it to me. And I looked on the on the blade, and it said, "Not for carry on." <laughs> Hey, hey, and you ought, to see, you ought to see the book titles I got from my friends. Developing the Gangsta Within You. <laughs> the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Airport Security. Leading from the middle of the gang. Have gun, will travel. I mean, they're just having a blast. Now let me wrap it up. We're talking about stupid. We're talking about learning from mistakes. The Apostle Paul says something that's amazing. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. Wow. Now, he didn't say give thanks for all circumstances. There's a difference. If you and I... We're thankful for every bad thing that happened to us. We just said, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> just wrecked my car. I'm just so thrilled and happy and grateful. You know, you, you don't need church. You need a therapist. <laughs> he didn't say be thankful for all things. He said be thankful in. In other words, when it happens to you, then check your attitude. When it happens to you and you're going through the press of of disappointment and discouragement and affliction and hurt and misunderstanding. In those times, he said, be grateful. Look to God as your source. Look to God as your strength. I've talked all morning about failure and mistakes and stupidity and dumbness. But as I wrap up this lesson today, there are some wonderful, wonderful truths about things that do not fail. And I want you to write them down quickly because they're on your screen. Number one, God's word does not fail. Not one word out of all the promises of the Lord your God has failed you. That's what Joshua said. Number two, God's love and compassions, they do not fail. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning 
great is thy faithfulness. What we do for God will not fail. Lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust will corrupt them. The promise of eternal life will not fail. I give unto you eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Love does not fail. Prophecies, tongues, knowledge pass away. But what remains? Faith, hope, love. Greatest is love. Finally, God does not fail. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, for I am the Lord thy God. I will not leave thee. I will not forsake thee. Right before World War II, Japan invaded northern China. And uh, there was a, an orphanage of 100 girls there, and a missionary by the name of Gladys Allward oversaw the orphanage. It was really just Mrs. Allward and, and, and the girls. And when the Japanese invaded northern China, the, the girls had to run for their, they had to literally flee for their safety, and they really had to go quite a journey. They had to go over some mountains in China to kind of get over on the other side where they'd be safe. It was going to take a few weeks. And Mrs. Allward was very concerned about the whole process of, of taking that many girls all by herself, the responsibility, and she let them know that it was going to be a tough journey, and, and off they went. And every, every few days she would talk to them about uh, how she was concerned. And, and one evening with the oldest orphanage girl, the one that was the most spiritually mature, Ms. Allward looked at her and, and just kind of broke down and said, I don't, I don't think we'll make it. I don't think I have the strength or the energy to do this. And the little girl said, oh, Miss Howard, yes, you do. She said, remember Moses and how, how he had to take the children of Israel out of Egypt and, and remember the Red Sea and they had to get through that Red Sea and the Egyptians were behind him. And, and she said, remember how Moses led the children of Israel to safety? She said, just as Moses led the children of Israel to safety, you can too, Miss Howard. You can too. I know you can. Miss Albert looked at her and said, oh, sweetheart, thank you for that word. That, that's so encouraging, but she said, you have to understand something. I'm not Moses. And the little girl said, I know you're not, Miss Allward. I, I know you're not Moses, but Miss Allward, God is still God. He's still God. And no matter what you're going through, no matter how disgusted, embarrassed you are, no matter how hurt and disappointed and frustrated, God is still God. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell, Stupid Hurts. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless. God bless.